0: Network.
1: The content and products discussed in this program have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, nor are they intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Any decisions made around your health should be discussed with your health practitioner. Welcome to Body Talk Radio. I'm your host, Heather Morgan, health and human potential master coach and edutainment curator. I started Body Talk over a decade ago in order to achieve my mission of educating and inspiring millions to a healthier way of living. Body Talk Radio is more than just a radio show. It's your gateway to information and education relevant to today's most important health topics delivered by top thought leaders, influencers, and world changers in the health and human potential space. If you love great health talk, listen in and join the community. Get educated, get inspired, and become a healthier you. Good afternoon, Sonoma, and thank you so much for tuning in. It's Body Talk. It's time. It's the third Tuesday of the month and I have Dr. Rebecca Perino. Hi. Hey! From Sonoma (laughs) Naturopathic Medicine here. Always wonderful having you Thank you Sit so much. And, Thank you. Yeah, it's nice educate. to
0: be here sitting Thank in you. the studio. I know, I know. I'm like running across the street with my pot of tea and my bag full of tinctures here.
1: But the the so, operative word is running across the street, right? <laughs> Did you watch me? <laughs> no. I, I was like too busy, you know, like doing my prep work and all that. But um, it would have been quite a sight. <laughs> I bet, Yeah. It's
0: like clucking along in my little wooden heels here. So good to be here. Very nice to be here.
1: Thank Aww, you. Thanks, Dr. Rebecca. So it sounds like you've been pretty busy over there, kind of coming out of cold and flu season. And
0: yeah, 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 we're v- it's it's a very busy clinic. There's a lot yeah. going on there. There's right. There's four of us, and uh, my husband Marcus, Doctor Marcus Perino, and then we have two wonderful staff that work with us, and we are all on the move. All Always day long, right on the move, and it's it's good. We're very blessed, and but we also we you know we really do love what we do and we we offer something special and it's very yes. palpable when you come mm-hmm. into the clinic first it's the way it smells and then it's the you know the bright smile that you're greeted with and, yes. and it's the care that you get the medical care mm. and we hear it over and over and over and over yes which is so nice from from patients mm-hmm. uh, it's a special it's a very unique medical experience but a medical experience
1: absolutely yeah. I like, I like that because, um, I do try to explain that to people, Mm. um, that, you know, it is a medical experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I think one of the things that, you know, with all the professionals that I, that I interview is, you know, people so often think I'm sick, so I need medical treatment. Mm. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm sick, Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I better go seek the help of a medical professional when really, the best time to have a medical experience mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is actually when you are not feeling all those sick symptoms but that's the best time to really just go in especially with you a natu- naturopathic mm-hmm, physician mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to just say hey, let's take a look at my health mm-hmm. and suck yeah because there's so much you can do just through your assessment process maybe labs you know everybody goes through different phases in right, their lives right, right. You know, hormones shift and change, our bodies change seasonally, mm-hmm. our bodies change. And there's just so much that you can do on a preventative end, on the other end, and Absolutely. say, let's really take a look at my health in a way that we've never looked at it before. Absolutely. It should happen once a year right? at minimum. Mm.
0: Usually the physical exam or going in to have your checkup is is the the time that we go in ideally mm-hmm. a lot of people don't right? right once a year and the checkup shouldn't just be a physical and right it's you know it's nutrition it's sleeping yeah. and how's your gut working yes headaches right. skin stuff i mean there's
1: just so much to mm-hmm. that, that look at and think about yeah, yeah from yeah. a preventative side because guess mm-hmm. what when your body's talking to you it's Telling you something. Absolutely. It starts by whispering. It starts by whispering. It might be a little ache and pain here, a little Mm -hmm. headache once in a while, um, a little, you know, inflammation, whatever. That's all your Mm -hmm. body's way of saying something's getting out of balance. And that's kind of the things that you explore when you do the checkups. And it's pretty cool.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for the support. Yeah. We love what we do. And it's a great, it's a great profession to be in. And it's always changing and it's so interesting. And I, I love that I can, you know, put all these tinctures down on the table. I brought for those listeners at home. I brought a bunch of tinctures from our, our medicinary, our clinic and our office, which we have. Over five hundred liquid extracts, Amazing. and we we customize medicine for patients. So, if they have digestive problems, we have a a whole uh, array of digestive medicines that we use, and we we make them for patients. Customize, customize every single one. So, and both of us are trained Western clinical herbalists. So we have very in-depth knowledge of using tinctures the safe way the effective way how much how little love it and it's it's really nice so I I brought four things with me that I tend to use a lot I with, love it in okay favor. and show and tell I know it's fun and I brought well I brought a tea too I brought ginger tea which oh, is something that so no. many of us have in our kitchen mm-hmm. and ginger is such a powerful medicine. I use it in a lot of different applications. It's every, most people have it in their. A lot of people have it in their kitchen. And if you don't, it's a great one to Mm. put on your shopping list and have because it's useful for so many things. But we're going to talk about fever today.
1: I understand. I know. So let's talk about, uh, fever, and, and then how this wonderful array of tinctures yeah. that you brought in might help support. We get to talking sometimes. I'm like, all right. We so people think fever is bad. I mean, right. you hear that, like get her, get rid of it. The moment there's a fever, right? Let's get the Tylenol and get yep. rid of it. Top. Do we want to get rid fears.
0: of it? Great question. Top Three fears of par- that parents have mm-hmm. when their children are sick. Um, first one is fever. Mm-hmm. Second one is cough. Third one is meningitis. Get rid <sighs> of it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. And it's it's been kind of programmed in our heads that fever is bad, but fever is not bad. It's the reason someone has a fever. Needs to be evaluated, but fever in itself is actually a very beneficial process, and it's a really smart mm. thing the body is doing. So, when I when I think about fever, I always try and kind of deconstruct like, what are what's the what what is it around fever that is so fear provoking? Right. Some some myths like okay. fever is going to cause brain damage. It doesn't. Right. Fever does not cause brain damage, and it there is a natural shut off mechanism that our brain has that will never let it go high enough okay. to. Actually To actually cause any brain damage. If somebody is over bundled, for example like a swaddled mm. baby yeah. who has a fever, mm-hmm. that is the only circumstance that where that could ever happen mm-hmm. because that that natural mechanism is overridden by over bundling. Mm-hmm. So whenever a child has a fever, a baby, a toddler, mm-hmm. a child, they need to be properly dressed not Mm -hmm. too much not too little but be able to breathe their 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 Mm -hmm. clothing and their blankets i think sometimes
1: i I often see infants that are over wrapped oh i know you can just you just want to go like you're like peel peel it off and cool them down you know yes yes i I, I know parents meanwhile you know but you just gotta Mm -hmm. be aware because we can't they can just see them trying to like
0: Yes, yeah, um coma is another fear mm. of w- okay. what will happen right. with a fever fever it does no. not happen okay. death no, no. so there is so we have um you know this some, those myths that are you know to dis- dispel is is really important, but then you know it's it's very visceral when your child has a fever mm. it's it's scary mm-hmm. i mean i i'm I, I have three kids myself, and mm-hmm. I have the first time i experienced 104 fever yes. i got scared yeah, but of course. but it's so but was but then i had to remind myself and like drop back into my medical training and be like okay and so let me tell you what i tell myself okay this fever it's it's not the height of the fever that is important, it's what the child is doing, how they're behaving Watch that the is behaviors. important. Okay. Because the height of a fever does not tell you about the severity of a sickness. In 99.5% of cases, it doesn't tell you how severe God, the great. underlying thing okay. is. Some viruses that are cause colds, runny noses can shoot a fever up. The right. younger the child, But they're the more. pretty benign. But they're pretty benign. And usually what happens is the fever shoots up. The body releases some chemicals called cytokines, which right. help the immune system mm-hmm. activate and respond mm-hmm. to the offending virus, bacteria, usually virus. Sure. Um, and so the fever actually activates the immune system. So, and then that sort of lends to. Ibuprofen uh, acetaminophen being the first line culturally pediatricians really you know they really do encourage and i would say push p- those those um, fever reducers um, but you, when when they 're used i mean i 'm usually very i, I mm-hmm. don 't like to see patients use them more than you know, two doses at Maybe the most. two doses. Maybe okay, two that's good doses. To know. Uh-huh. Um, beyond that, you you run the risk of um, bad, uh, gastritis, which is an inflammation of the lining of the stomach. Seriously. There, which, after five days of use of IV, ibuprofen, is very high risk for that. Mm. Um, it also, um, five days of ibuprofen use r- increase the risks of heart attacks in adults. Really? So, how many chronic ibuprofen wow. users do you know around Ugh. you? And so then many. Tylenol itself. Um, which is the other fever reducer that's commonly recommended? Eats up glutathione, which is right. a uh, which is a uh, an antioxidant that our liver makes, mm-hmm. and glutathione is basically what helps our body detoxify. It helps us package up stuff that we don't need and get rid of it, so our body can efficiently not be a, a, a burden, burdened, right. burdened by what, uh, free free radicals, mm-hmm. which is what um, can cause damage inside of the body. So t- the more acetaminophen eats up glutathione. And so you're basically hindering a detoxification, a normal detoxification process method okay. and b- process in the
1: body. So, so what should people do then if they're, if they, when they do have a high fever, one, don't worry. Mm, right. It depends on, uh, w- the behaviors so what what,
0: t- what do you so tell me when you think a high fever what number pops into your head 104
1: yeah well i've my kids have had 103s i didn't but 104
0: yeah. yes so um, the definition of a fever actually starts at 100.4 that's where fever okay. starts so Got not it. 99 not
1: 99 okay 100.4 to 100.
0: Point, to 101 is considered a low fever right so yeah 101 to 103.5 is a moderate fever okay. 103 and above, it does, doesn't go higher than 105, mm-hmm. fevers don't go, go right. higher than that without right. an underlying condition they don't go higher right, than right, right, that. right. but 103, that's a high fever mm-hmm. and so f- for the babies is, is the main population that I worry about so if a baby has a high fever a baby under 6 months they should get checked out Okay. Um a baby that's very young baby, 0 to 3 months, they should go to the ER. Right. If it's a high fever. If I get a phone call from a newborn who has a high, who has a fever send them. 102, 103, they I send them right over to the okay. hospital to get a workup because yep. there's a variety of reasons, birth canal infections, they yeah. could have picked up hospital Meningitis infections. Or, yep. Yeah. Um babies that are 3 to 6 months if somebody else in their family is sick like mm-hmm. they have their school-age sister who's mm-hmm. got a cold. I might I might sit on that one mm-hmm. and watch, mm-hmm. um, but if that fever remains high for over twenty four mm-hmm. hours, I'm worried about something like a urinary yeah. tract infection, right. and point. so we always have to be really wary in that age group when nobody else is sick around them. Yeah, under six, I'm very touchy about them. Okay. I'll send them over to the hospital. Okay, but over that, there you have a lot of wiggle room. What's the baby at? What's mm-hmm. the child acting like? Right, and there's a wonderful website the CDC has a website it's called getsmart.com and it's a Great. it's a website you can bookmark and it helps parents get an idea of whether or not their child might need medicines they might need a medical evaluation for a fever in particular the site was started by the CDC to help reduce antibiotic prescriptions and so it's it helps you really kind of it helps the parent at home who's got a sick child Kind of go through the go through the steps of, you know, should I bring them in? Should yeah, I not? Should I sit sure. on Should I wait? I love that website. It's a great one yes. for, for parents. It's a great one for clinicians, too. But, um, you know, fever is not indicative of the severity of the de- disease. That's an important thing. Always ask yourself, what's my child doing? Are they? Yeah, that's good. Are they are they really sleepy? Are they super fussy? Are they har- are they crying nonstop? Mm-hmm. Are they um, you know newborn young young babies who are breastfeeding, they're going to want to nurse and that's how they stay hydrated. Um, and that point. that's the okay, big risk with good. fever is dehydration. It's okay. not fever, mm-hmm. it's dehydration. So one of the mm-hmm. th- strategies that I have is well support f- the underlying cause. Do they have do they have a sore throat and a fever? Well, 85% of sore throats are viral, not strep throat. It's only 15% sure. are bacteria. And so most of the reasons that there are a lot of, you know, for the most part, fevers need to be supported. I, I never, have never had to really use ibuprofen or acetaminophen for my kids. Herbs work beautifully. They don't make necessarily make the fever drop down, you know, several points, but they make them more comfortable. And that's, that's the thing about using herbs that helps to make the child more comfortable so they can ride it out. How
1: do you give the herbs to an infant? For example, there's a
0: dropper. Yep. I'll Mm -hmm. use a little dropper, um, if so, if the if the baby is being breastfed, I'll use a little dropper at the mm-hmm. breast. So when they're nursing, mm-hmm. we'll get a little dropper in okay. the corner of their mouth and mm-hmm. put a little bit in 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 their mouth. Um, one of my favorite ways to get into kids is ice pops. Okay, um, right. Making like uh, putting herbs in an ice pop and giving it to them. So you're doing two things at mm-hmm. once: you're delivering herbs and you're hydrating them because yes. that ice pop can be mm-hmm. like
1: three to four ounces, and they right. usually love it. It they tastes it. good. You
0: can put yeah. juice. You can put So you lemons. just put herbs
1: right in there. That's great. I put herbs right in there. Do you there. give your patients a recipe for that? I have some, yeah. Or you make them. I have some them. at the office. You make um, the ice pops. Um, no, no. Oh. I Well,
0: I usually just, imp- I will give herbs. I will give, um, I will recommend teas, and then I just say go home and make some ice pops, and, and I'll tell them how much to use. And a lot of, there's two companies that are, um, that make, Liquid extract tinctures, and they're available all over the country. And one is called Herb Farm, that's with the P H A R M, and the other one is called Gaia. And those are my favorite herbs to use, or my, my favorite companies to use broadly, like you can find the Whole Foods and Sonoma Market here in town has it. Am I supposed to say that? Um, whatever. No, yeah, no, that's great. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and they have dosaging on them. So you can look at the, you can look on, well, this is a professional line, the ones I brought here, but on them, they will have dosages for um, the certain age child or weight, weight or age kind of depending. Um, and then, so uh, I do tea mostly with young ones. I use tea. I use honey if they're over one years old. I use honey and juice. Those are great vehicles for giving herbs. Okay, and yeah, and um, but ice pops are, are among my favorite, I especially love that. because of the sore throat. Okay. it's particularly really easy, and it's easy way to hydrate them too.
1: So if a patient. Loves this idea, loves this approach, and they want to come in and mm-hmm. get the ice pops. For example, mm-hmm. it's with an exam, of course, right? Well, or we well, I don't make ice pops
0: to sell at the office. Okay, I thought I mean, you did. I, that would be kind of a fun another that would kind be of amazing line of work one day. I, could, I thought it you were a saying you had them at make, the office. Oh my goodness, no! I w- um, but we we give patients recipes. So um, with pediatric, okay. our pediatric patients, we we give tons of re- recipes and literature and how to feed their children
1: well and
0: t- we give lots and lots of resources at at visits so at there's the two-month visits we give certain things at the four-month visit at the one two month you know so we have every visit there are certain things that we we teaching tools we give to, to so our, at every uh, stage our, because there's new exactly. things to
1: look for and exactly. new ways to to obviously care yeah. for their children so, um, yeah, and I know that um, we're going to kind of talk a little bit about the tinctures that you brought yeah, and just be to address fever. And I know you sure. carry all of this at your office. Yes, we do. We do. So if, if anyone in the community wanted to come in, then how does that work? Well, they, they can call our,
0: our office number, which is listed. It's online. We have a great website that has a lot of information on there about becoming a patient at our office. And then our front desk. Staff is so very helpful too in answering questions about whether it's a good a
1: good right. fit. And, and this is at Sonoma Naturopathic Medicine that's right here, uh, in West Dr. Napa. Rebecca and Marcus Perino, love it, husband and wife team, <laughs> yeah. and really, truly, the care, the medical care you provide to our community is really, like you said, it's unique and Thank it's you for imp- important and special. Thank and, you. And um, you know, you just really help deliver a new perspective on fever. Oh yeah. Good, good. Which is great because it's so true. And if that type of education just Mm -hmm, right there mm -hmm. is so valuable for parents, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's so true. And people, you know, people caring for elderly or, and, and you know, all of these things. So it's not just babies. And while you are a family practice Mm -hmm. and you have pediatrics and you have women's health and you know, all aspects of family care, um, I know you, your specialty kind of is women's health, correct? Very much so. Very Mm -hmm. much so. I I
0: treat mostly reproductive age women and very early pediatrics. So I see babies when they're two weeks old and Mm -hmm. usually till they're about one years old and then they start going to see Dr. Marcus at the practice. Gotcha.
1: Well, we do have to head to break, but I just wanted to wrap up about fevers. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything else? I know you've got some special tinctures here that you'd like to talk about or recommend or think Um, about. Yeah, well, uh, there's a couple of points
0: around just You know, fever in general. It's not as the height of the fever that matters. It's how the child is behaving and how long it's been going on. So, if you have a really listless child, um, mostly when the fever is high, children tend to sleep, Mm -hmm. which is which is good. Um, But it's not the height of the fever, and um, it's it's how they're behaving. And then um, I a really and and then. Um, dispelling myths from brain damage, coma, death are all untrue. And and really, if you can make a child feel com- more comfortable when they have a fever, you're allow you're often shortening the duration of whatever is sure. going on. So, find if the fever, if a high fever that's meaning over 103 is going on for more than 24 hours, you should get your baby checked out. Your child okay. checked out. Um, and you're unclear about why. Like, they don't have a runny nose. They don't have, you know, they're mm-hmm. not complaining of ear pain or they're not pulling on their ear. Um, you you should have them checked out. But suppressing a fever with ibuprofen and, and acetaminophen, you you don't need to. You really right. don't need to. And Great to it's better for your kids if you don't and mm-hmm. if you don't go past two doses.
1: That's huge. Yeah. That is, And this is the perspective that you get from herbalists and doctors that are trained. In the way that you're trained, so thank you so much for you're bringing welcome. your expertise on you're today welcome. about fever, and um, we'll see you again next Tuesday, good. the th- uh, next month, on the, uh, third, the third Tuesday. Super. Yeah, Sounds Dr. Good. Rebecca Prino, thank you again for joining mm-hmm. us.